Hey, Fishby. Hey, everybody. It's just me, Bob. Lower your expectations immediately. So Fishby and I have just had a little heart-to-heart, and we decided one of two things was either going to happen tonight. Either I was not going to do a show, which I'll get to why in a minute, or we're going to do the show like this and uh, just have a little chat tonight. So if this isn't your cup of tea, by all means, I won't hold it against you. No harm, no foul. But we're just going to keep it mellow. A little chat. Uh, well, Fish B has agreed to leave the, the bass, the Latin triangle, and the newly unfurled kitar uh, in their cases uh, for tonight. And let's just go through this thing. I mentioned last night that uh, big doctor appointment today with my nurse practitioner who writes my uh, psychiatric scripts for being a head case. And I really needed from her, and I talked to her a little bit about this uh, three months prior to the last time I was there, but I need a magic Willy Wonka golden ticket to go do this ketamine therapy. You need, you need this referral note. She didn't give me the referral note. Uh, she's, she's very concerned about me, and she's concerned that if I do the special K therapy, she thinks that uh, in the scholarly research that she's read, in the anecdotal research that she's done just sending some of her own patients there, that it works well for people that are in the midst of major, major, major depressive episodes where no medication is working. Uh, she's also had uh, soldiers uh, with PTSD that it's uh, that have had some success with it. However, bipolar is kind of a mixed bag, according to her. Uh, her concern is, and and it, it may very well have health benefits for me, but her concern is rather than slowing my racing thoughts and my brain chemistry down a little bit and revitalizing some of those neurons and synapses and things like that, uh, um, she's concerned rather than calm me down it'll actually go the other way, and there's a chance it could just spin me out of control like a runaway top, just boom! And, uh, and nobody wants that to happen. So, um, But given that uh, she thought I needed uh, more intense psychiatric care, a comprehensive place, which frankly is what I've been begging for all along, I'm not sure why it took us a couple of years to get to this point, but uh, I've been referred to this, uh, this place that uh, is kind of a research joint. It's a neurobehavioral institute, but they do all kinds of cognitive behavioral therapy and biofeedback, and they, w- they may very well uh, uh, write me the Willy Wonka ticket for, uh, for the ketamine therapy, but I've got to go talk to these people first, and she would like them to take over uh, my prescriptions and counseling and, and, and all that stuff going forward, so... I've had uh, yet yet another doctor has said. Uh, I mean, she really feels bad for me. It, it, she made it crystal clear that she she feels bad. But yet another doctor is just kind of. Uh, I'm a can, and I've just been just been kicked down the road again. So welcome to welcome to my world. We'll we'll see how that goes. So I'll, I'll keep you updated on that. I I believe my appointment is is next Wednesday. So so hopefully. We have good results over there at this uh, Neurobehavioral Institute. It has a name, but I don't want to put them on blast quite yet. Um, and now let's just let's just go a few uh, go through a few different random things. Uh, Fish B, do we is is the president still the president? Okay, Trump. Uh, Trump is still there. Washington D.C. Is it on fire? Or is everything fine? Okay, all right. That uh, that also is uh, is good to know. More uh, more politics in a moment. 
Uh, Fish B has a few questions here prepared for me. Let's go through them. Have you heard the chicken noodle soup song? Uh, if you haven't heard, I mean, this this thing just dropped today. It's, it's, it's Friday in my world. And I thought nothing could make me smile. And, and then two magical things happened within about a half hour. Uh, I got a wonderful uh, uh, FaceTime call from my, my friend, uh, the Disney princess. And then shortly after that, I discovered the chicken noodle soup song. It's by BTS star J-Hope. And of all the BTS stars, if you love Korean boy bands, and really, who doesn't? Who doesn't love K-pop? Uh, J-Hope is my favorite of the bunch. And then, and then American uh, Latina sensation Becky G, uh, they have a song, and uh, it basically goes, chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup, chicken noodle soup, and a soda on the side. At least I think that's how it goes. I've watched the video like 10 times, but chicken noodle soup, chicken noodle soup, chicken noodle soup, and a soda on the side is uh is a lot of fun. It's just a lot of fun. There's there's a dance that goes with it. I'm not I'm not quite feeling up to the dance, but you can uh watch it on YouTube. It's uh it's worth it. In fact, Fish B, if we could telepathically, if you could tweet that out later. I'd, uh, I'd appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Uh, next question. I, I don't know if that's necessary, Fishby, but we'll just we'll just go with it. Um, how's Orwell going? Yeah, I'm trying to read my first fiction book since junior high, so I figured I'd start with junior high books. Uh, 1984, an Animal Farm. I haven't opened Animal Farm yet. And really, do you open anything on an e-reader? I think you do. The uh, um, I'm like a third of the way, I think, through 1984. But the problem I keep getting myself into is I can read and I can pay attention for a couple pages. And this, this is why I read nonfiction. This is why I do newspapers and, and, and nonfiction books where you can kind of split up chapter and it's facts and facts and facts. It's not a, a narrative. You have to follow every word very carefully. Because there'll be times I'll be reading like 10 minutes and I'll, I'll be getting it. I'll be following along. And then 10 minutes will go by. I will have been reading that whole time. And then I'm like, Fuck, I've just been daydreaming for the last... I have no idea what I've been... I have no idea what's happened to Winston in the last 10 minutes. I don't know. So I have to go back and then... Uh, well, we'll just keep practicing. Hopefully, hopefully it gets better. I bet if I had ketamine therapy, I could read these bastards. Uh, next question. Yes, yeah, stay over there, Fishbee. You're fine. You're fine. Fishbee's over there looking at his keytar like he wants to bust it out. Leave the keytar alone. Save it for Monday, dog. Don't you hate it when people call you dog with a lot of emphasis on the dog? Okay, anyway. Um, next question. Thanks for coming back, Fishbee. Is Sean Hannity actually that stupid, or is he just pretending? Well, this is a just a good, fun question for, for everyone to think about in their own solitude. Everyone just take a moment and ponder that very difficult question. Is Sean Hannity actually that stupid, or is he just pretending? I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say a lot of the times he's just pretending and he knows exactly what it's doing. Because I remember when I did talk radio, and I, I learned this lesson pretty quick, that when you have an opinion on something, 
and you're trying to generate listeners and phone calls, uh, the bolder and more out there your opinion can be, whether you believe it or not, sometimes you just got to ride the wave if you can make the argument. I didn't love doing that, but that's unfortunately the nature of the beast sometimes. But I actually think Sean Hannity is that stupid. Uh, just me. Just, just, just me. Um, today, when I was driving to the doctor's office, I actually was listening to the, the Hannity program. And what a barn burner that thing is. I, I, if, if Hannity, but I'll give him this. I will give him this. It's, it's like the people that hated Howard Stern. It's like that effect. Like, I can't stand Hannity. Yet, if he's on, that's what I'm listening to in the car, if he's on. Um, but Hannity was doing this... Uh, he, apparently, he's a compensated endorser, not only for Jewel, which will probably dry up any day now. I'm not sure Jewel can advertise anymore. And then uh, he was doing something for guns, he, some gun company, because obviously Sean Hannity and guns, right? right. Um, but Sean Hannity, he actually he said these following things today, which really stuck out to me in his in his promo for guns, which he was reading live or doing live. He said that guns are used 80 times more to save a life than to take a life. 80 times more? I, w- I wasn't that good at math or, or, or astronomy or those things or science, chemistry, but I don't 80 times something. That's a big number. Like, where does that number come? I tried to find that number on the internet. I asked Dr. Google, nothing. I can't find it. I mean, is, is that... I think the only way you get that number is every time a cop shows up someplace and what arrests a shoplifter. Like he didn't take the gun out of his holster. Like I don't, I don't get it. So if you can explain that to me, fantastic. But while he was doing this live promo, it also offered this unique twist into the mind of Sean Hannity. And I think the unique mind of many a Trump voter. Hannity said this. He said, because, because we know, the, he was talking about why they need guns. And he was saying, because we know the world is a scary, ugly, evil place. That's a direct quote. I pulled over the car and wrote it. Actually, I made a voice memo. I didn't pull over. But that's a direct quote. The world is a scary, ugly, evil place. And by this time, you're well aware of, of, of my mental health issues. And, and even I, at the, at the peak and the pinnacle of my negativity, I'm not sure I've ever declared the entire world to be a scary, ugly, evil place. Are there scary things in the world? Sure. Are there evil things in the world? Depends on your definition of evil, but sure. Is it scary? Yeah, ugly. Sometimes. But the good in the world, and even I see this. And if I see it, how can 500 millionaire Sean Hannity, how can he not see it? That there is so much more good in the world than bad. No wonder he's fucking scared of his own shadow and brags about how he has a conceal and carry in five different states and does MMA training five days a week at age 50, whatever the fuck he is, you know? But I guess if, if the world is this scary, ugly, evil place, then 
You need a scary, ugly, evil man like Donald Trump to protect us or, or, or something. But it was, uh, it was off the cuff, and I'm not sure he intended to say it, but it was, uh, it, it was kind of one of those things that um, it may have offered a, a unique peek into, uh, into, the, into the cold, dark soul of, uh, of Sean Hannity. I actually think he's, he's probably a nice guy. I just think he's uh, kind of stupid and kind of pretending. Um, oh, he also said this, too. And, and I, I did take offense to this as I was driving to a, a mental health appointment. Uh, he accused uh, uh, Democrats and everyone that uh, does not like the president, which is 75% of the country at this point. Uh, he, he said we're all suffering from a psychotic mental illness. And I said, how dare you, sir? My mental illness is not psychotic. You cannot diagnose me from your studio. How dare you? Um, I just thought that was weird. Uh, but uh, in other uh, uh, punditry news, on the, on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, former Republican, now MSNBC host, Nicole Wallace. She does uh, the Deadline White House show. I like Nicole Wallace a lot. I brought her up before because, uh, man, is she smart. And, and I like a woman who can turn a phrase. And last week she called President Trump, she called him President Build-A-Wall Cage-A-Kid. Today on her show, she was referring to President Trump as the Mad King and periodically made reference to his jester Rudy. So I thought I thought calling President Trump the Mad King was uh, was pretty good. Better than President Build a Wall Cage a Kid. Um, that's just for uh, for a whole lot of hyphens and a whole lot of words. President Build a Wall Cage a Kid has a uh, a certain panache to it, does it not? Do you agree, Fish V? Not that into politics. Okay, all right. Why are you on this? Oh, never mind. Um, next question. Uh, can you promote Spokangelus Oktoberfest in three words? Yes, I can. Wiener dog races. Do you still get texts from the Trump campaign? Yeah, I do. And they've been, uh, hold on, let me, let me pull some of these up because they're funny. They've been raising a ton of money on, uh, on this whole uh, impeachment thing. Let me, uh, and I got this one today. And you know how when you get a text, it, uh, it just kind of shows the top line of it until you go in and, uh, oh, hold on. My broken thing. I started, I have so many messages from Trump now. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So the top line just reads President Trump colon. And then, and then in all caps, followed by an exclamation point, it says vindicated. And, and then the. So if you don't open up this text or to his millions of followers to get this, they just see President Trump vindicated. And I watched enough news today to let you know that as of Friday, September, whatever it is, he has not been vindicated. Um, but uh, he goes on to write, or whoever wrote this, uh, the, uh, the impeachment attacks won't stop. We must hit our quarterly goal to fight back, donate in the next two hours to four times match. And what's odd is all these things, like impeachment dissents, donate now for two times match. Uh, Don Jr., Nancy's trying to impeach my father for nothing. Total smear job. Sounds like, is that something him and Guilfoyle do? Um, any gift by 11.59 p.m. will be doubled or two times all these. So I went and uh, actually started researching this a little bit. I'm like, who... Who is quadruple matching? 
my donations to these political campaigns? And it turns out the answer is no one. I don't know how political campaigns can say this without there being a scintilla of truth behind it. The Republican National Committee can't do it. Individual donors can't do it. I don't, until it's explained to me, does anyone, Fish B, do you know how to get a Trump campaign manager, Brad, Brad Parscale? No, he's scary. Yeah, I agree. He is kind of, he is kind of scary. He kind of has a, uh, uh, a Rasputin uh, look to him, which uh, it makes sense that Trump's campaign manager would be uh, would be Rasputin, but uh, maybe that's some fun for another day. But no one, no one matches these things, damn near as I can tell. And as always, um, if I'm wrong on something, please correct me. Like, or if you have, or if I'm mostly right but not all the way right, please correct me. You know, let's get the best information possible out there when we can, right? Um, so if you can find uh, how, how guns are used 80 times more to save lives rather than take lives, I'd like to hear that. And I want to hear how campaigns do this matching, because I looked on a bunch of different websites today that all kind of uh, debunked that. And they were like uh, Citizens for Responsible Government and, and, and sites like that that are reputable. Uh, next question, Fish B. What does Trump have going for him that Nixon didn't? Trump has a lot going for him that Nixon didn't, even though Trump's transgressions might be for, far more severe than one Richard Nixon. Trump has Fox News. Trump has the Internet. Trump has all these media outlets. Right-wing talk radio didn't exist in the middle 70s. It didn't exist. So there wasn't this right-wing media silo that's, that half the country never ventures outside of. So they never get the full story. Nixon, I mean, people got their news from newspapers and local and national broadcast news. There, 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 was, no, there was no cable, obviously. So radio news, newspapers, and, and that, that was all there was. So Trump has this huge thing. And if you've read a biography of uh, Fox founder Roger Ailes, which, <laughs> of course, I have. I mean, obviously. Um, one of the... Uh, one major impetus for Roger Ailes starting Fox News, what really planted this seed in his brain, was during Watergate. That if there was a conservative news outlet to consistently hammer his folks with his message that the tide of public opinion never would have turned against him and he wouldn't have been impeached. So we'll see. Even with, even with that safety net and all his defenders between Tucker Carlson and Joe DeVeneva and DeGeneva, excuse me, and Laura Ingram and Tucker and Tucker and Joe DeGeneva's war on, on the judge and Shep. Uh, and that one, I'm picking Napolitano and Shep. If you've been following that uh, every single day of the week and nine times on Sunday. That's what Trump has going for him that Nixon didn't. Can you make sense of all these new vaping laws? No, they're coming fast and furious. It seems like every day there's a new one. I got a breaking news alert on my phone that, that Washington State, they're about to ban all flavored vaping products. Not sure exactly how that's going to work. And it's, it's not just nicotine in Washington State. Actually, I believe our, uh, 
whatever the fuck they call our, our, our state health department, uh, they have some meeting next week or the week after, and they're going to figure out exactly what, what the rules are going to be going forward. But this isn't just, just the nicotine vape shops that they're going after. They're also going after any flavored THC vape. So, so now this is really affecting me now. I'm like, are you telling me I'm not going to be able to go to the local canna house and buy my Willie's Reserve cannabis distillate cartridge in mimosa flavored? I mean, where will I get my mimosa flavored weed pen? That's, uh, that's frustrating. And then, and then if I could say a couple of the things here in defense of vaping, which I can't believe I'm going to do, but allow me to, to just play devil's advocate for a second. One, over the last 10 years, you know what the fastest growing small business sector in America by far, small companies that have less than 10 employees, by far and away, it's these vaping businesses. What's going to happen to them? Every strip mall has one that's been there for years now. They're all staying open. They're all staying in business. So they're all obviously successful. What happens to those businesses when this ban takes effect? And also, I mean, here in Washington State, I mean, we've got, we've got a few people sick across the country. How many people are sick? A few hundred? Compare that few hundred people to the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people that are either hospitalized and going to die this year because of cigarettes. Do I know for sure that Juul is a better option or, or, or vape nicotine is a better option? No, I don't know for sure. But I'll tell you this summer, I was able to lose weight and exercise and, and do all those things and breathe a lot better when, when, when I was vaping. I was still able to get on the exercise bike in a way that there's no way I would be able to if I was smoking a, a pack of Marlboro Rojo Cientos a day. No way. Although, after the first day and a half that, uh, that I had the jewel, I knew that, I knew that it wasn't completely healthy. It was, it, was, it was very obvious to me because one of my nostrils developed like this little burn in it, like, like I'd been snorting Kool-Aid for two days straight and got like this little blister from, 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 from the jewel. And so I, I knew then, I'm like, oh, well, this thing is, is, is clearly not safe. But it's obviously way better than, than cigarettes. And maybe not, obviously. Clearly, I'm not a doctor. I'm just throwing it out there. Food for thought. Last question. Thank God. Belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player. I'm glad we're doing this tonight. We're going to skip the finale and everything. So we're just taking it mellow tonight. Um, who will have the more scandalous Super Bowl attire? J-Lo or Shakira? Now this... This is a tough question. I mean, they're both kind of, kind of, uh, wow. I mean, they're, they're both obviously uh, fantastically wonderful, smart, competent businesswomen. But they're also very, very beautiful, and they understand that, that sex sells, and if they want everyone to, I mean, God! I'm tempted to say Shakira, but do you really think J-Lo will be part of anything that the next day everyone's not going to be talking about J-Lo? I'm not sure she could survive if everyone's talking about Shakira the next day instead of her. 
So however sexy Shakira goes, I think J-Lo is going to go even further just because of her ego. But I, I don't know. And, and I, I think she's nice. I mean, we all have egos. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to diss anyone. Hopefully, hopefully that's obvious. So, well, I guess we'll find out. I, only 20 weeks from now, I guess we'll, I guess we'll find out. So, all right, Fishby. Yeah, we've been at this for a minute. Uh, and you know what? All, all things considered for, uh, you know, this is like a, uh, it's like a, it's like a one man or one, one man, one fishbowl acoustical jam. We just did. So anyway, um, everyone have the best weekend ever be safe this weekend. If you can't be safe, at least be lucky reason to believe we'll be back on Monday full show. Love you long time till then. Adios amigos.